Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. Today's Stadium Scene Podcast is brought to you by. Hey guys, this is Jillian here at StadiumScene.com and StadiumScene.tv. We strive to help you find the best ways to get to and from the big game. Now we are joining forces with Lyft to make it even easier. For our listeners, enter the promo code StadiumScene with no space and get credit towards your first ride. So download the Lyft app at the iTunes or Google Play store, enter StadiumScene with no space as your promo code, and get to the ball game. Do the responsible thing and get home safely with Lyft. Terms and conditions may apply. See more at Lyft.com. Live from a makeshift recording studio, somewhere in the middle of the desert, this is the Stadium Scene Podcast. With your hosts, DJ Flook. I suck at trivia and I suck at telling jokes. Kate Thompson. The Jackman, which is just the most awesome name. And Jillian Fisher. No, that was just because I'm crazy as hell. (laughs) You're listening to the Stadium Scene Podcast. Welcome to the 21st episode of the Stadium Scene Podcast. Wait, you mean old enough to drink? Um, it's old enough to drink. You stole my joke. Come on. <laughs> I I literally was getting ready to say that, and I'm more ashamed of that now than anything. So as you can hear, Kate's here. Yep. Hi. Hi. Very, woman, a few words still. Well, we're going to make her talk this week. Maybe. But, but yeah, but apparently not now. So... Uh, Jillian is still kind of MIA off, off and on the grid. Uh, her move has been complicated by the nor'easter or whatever they're calling it. Uh, what what are they call? Do you know what they're calling it, Kate? If like some bomb cyclone. Bomb cyclone. Thank you. I. It just sounds cool. Yeah, I guess so. I don't even know what that means, but apparently she's still like stranded away from her new home in Boston. Um, but hey, uh, we should have her back for our next episode, which we'll talk about at the end of today's episode. But before we get to that, we have a guest here with us. So our guest is actually a friend and partner of StadiumScene.tv. You'll see him every Wednesday on our site as the host of Where in the World is Mark Darden, a MLB baseball travel video blog, a.k.a. Buckeye Muscle. So please welcome to the show, Mark Darden. Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome. So how uh, how are we were talking before we went live, but we'll repeat it. How are how's the weather looking in Ohio? Uh, right now today was pretty good. It was in the mid forties, around like forty five or so. 
started off below freezing in the uh, high 20s and warmed up to the mid 40s today. And right now, I say it's about about 36, 37 or so. Yeah, it's about normal this time of year. <laughs> same as me. Not not same as me, but we haven't been much better to be honest with you. Like I'll wake up in the morning, it'll be 36. And then mm-hmm. get up into the 60s, but we've actually we're on like day 12 of being under normal temperatures for the year, which is still better than most any other place. But um, our, it our... really makes me happy when you text me going, "What the hell? It's as cold as it is in Chicago here," and just you're whining. It it's, makes me feel better oh, about myself. What, whatever. The uh, that's okay. We'll be back in the 80s on Tuesday. So ha. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, today was actually average temperature here. Um, last week it was almost into the uh, mid sixties. Then it froze this weekend for the Arnold Sports Festival, and today was pretty much the average temperature around this time of year in uh, Columbus. So, Mark, we have to get to something first before we really kick off this show. And I've well, you know, I was I've been really looking forward to having you on the podcast. We've been trying to coordinate this for uh, for a while. And as of about three weeks ago or so, I'm not, I've been now dreading your visit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a few weeks ago, if you noticed on Twitter, I went out and I said, hey, you know, uh, you know Ralph Schudel and Mark both have ties to Ohio State. I have ties to Purdue. And I said, hey, you want to have a friendly wager on the game tonight? And to be fully blunt, I was like, there's no way Purdue can lose this game. It's at home. They never lose at home. They lost at home to Ohio State by, by one. It was uh, – it just – I was watching the last, like, 10 minutes of the game. I just felt so sick to my stomach. The loser of the bet, me, now has to sing the fight song to Ohio State. Um so Kate, she wants to introduce this, and then we'll kick it off and just get this horrible train wreck over with. Ha, 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 nice pun. Um, we'll get this horrible train wreck over with and, and move on with the actual show. So Kate, say what you want. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember when... For our hearing impaired listeners, this segment's for you. For our non-hearing impaired listeners, we're really sorry, and we won't let... And DJ already knows if he makes another bet, he's banished from the podcast. But so If I make any more bets that involve singing. So, Mark, you want to throw in any more uh, jabs before we get this going? Well, I remember when you initially uh, made the wager, Ralph didn't want any part of it. He, that's good. He, uh, that, he bowed out. And when I saw it, I was just like, it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt to see him produce fight song <laughs> if they lost. It wouldn't hurt. So... I'll do it. So, so, and if they, uh, if I lose, it'll just be another embarrassing thing in my life. So that's right. Ralph, you're not allowed to enjoy this. You chickened out. Yeah, he came after me like the day after. Oh, maybe I should have joined in. <laughs> well, you didn't. So you can't enjoy this. <laughs> so without further ado, I've chosen to sing uh, Fight the Team Across the Field. Oh, boy. Here we go. Anytime now. It's starting. <laughs> or maybe if YouTube will play. Oh, come on. <laughs> Glad we don't do this live. There we go. Wait, no. Why won't you play? Stupid. 
Did you hit the big button with the play symbol? Here we go. And oh, there's, no, there's no audio. What in the hell? Sing an acapella. I am not singing an acapella. What the hell's going on? Glad we don't do this live. Is it, yeah, it's interesting because uh, Ohio State has usually three songs that we sing during football season. Let's not start. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I remember when after the game, uh, DJ had asked which song to sing, <laughs> and at first I said Carmen, Ohio. Yeah, I was like, no. <laughs> Okay, here we go. All right, without further ado, I will be singing Fight the Team Across the Field. <clears throat> Fight the team across the field. Let's show them Ohio's here. Set the earth reverberating with a mighty cheer. Rah, 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 hit them hard and see how they fall. Never let that team get the ball. Hail, hail, the gang's all here, so let's win that old conference now. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sitting here shaking. Like, I hate singing and that. Oh, God. Except in his car. Whatever. <laughs> only only Christmas songs. So you know what? Most people don't know the lyrics, so <laughs> I'll give you a I'll give you an A for effort. Thank you. <laughs> That's because he had the bouncing ball to tell him when I, to say what. I most certainly did not. I actually memorized the words. <laughs> because I've been practicing all week and everyone knows, as you just heard there, my singing voice is just absolutely atrocious. So same uh, as your normal voice. Ah, uh, thank you. Okay, so now that we've gotten that disaster out of the way, Mark, welcome, welcome to the show. So, <laughs> your show or your your video blog, you decided that you wanted to visit all thirty Major League Baseball stadiums. Now, how long of a period of time uh, did it take for you to go from one to the the final one? Uh, when I started, it was the first week of the season. I remember the exact day, April 6th, and when I finally finished, I finished on the last day of the season on October 1st, so it took pretty much the entire season. So this was the 2017 season? Yes. How did you make time to travel everywhere? Were there just a lot of weekend trips? Um, I work in retail, so I do work 40 hours a week. Well, I work at, um, I work in retail as well as a gym, so on average, I work 51, 52 hours a week. But my weeks, like my days off are not the same each week. So I was able to take weekdays off. And most of the time when I went to a game, I went on a weekday as opposed to a weekend. What made you decide to do this? Um, In 2016, I saw a video about these two guys. They were both turning 30. And they wanted to visit all 30 stadiums in 30 days. Wow. Uh, after they both turned 30 years old. Now, when I saw that, I thought that was pretty cool, but I also knew I wasn't going to be able to do that in 30 days, but I could drag it off, drag it off throughout the entire season. That, that's got a, a, 30 stadiums in 30 days. That is a logistical nightmare. I can't even imagine. It's like you get one canceled flight and your whole plan is toast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if something like that pops up, then 
your whole entire dream was true. And they actually, I think they drove to all 30 stadiums oh, as well. They didn't, so they it's, didn't um, it's I don't think they flew at all. Literally, car, stadium, car, stadium. Oh, my God. That's a long drive. Yeah, they mentioned, it, they mentioned that sometimes, like, right after a game, they had a drive for maybe 10, 11 hours just to get to the next game. Man. Yeah, they probably loved it when they got to, like, Chicago and they could hit two up and, you know, potentially the same day. Oh, mm-hmm. geez. So, what what was your favorite place to visit? Um, my favorite place to visit, I would say that would be Philadelphia. That was the game where the Phillies, they played the Nationals. And in the first inning, the Phillies scored 12 runs in the first inning. Wow. I don't remember. And with that game... And with that game, I went with one of my uh, old college friends because she was living in Philly at the time. And that turned out to be the best game of the entire trip. And not just because the Philly smacked the Nationals 17-3, to but it was just me and my friend, we uh, we had beers, we got drunk, and then we met, <laughs> we, met, we met some hardcore Philly fans right in front of us. And they made the game very memorable for the both of us. I, I can imagine that. So, um I don't recall. How about what was your least favorite? Well, what was that? (laughs) What was your least favorite stadium to go to? My least favorite stadium? Ooh. um, Tampa wouldn't be high on my list because it's pretty pretty dreadful, but that was also one of my favorite games as well. Like, the game itself was cool, but uh, playing that Tropicana field is just kind of dreary down there. Um... I will also say Yankee Stadium, while it's nice and it was built like 10 years ago, it was very sterile. Like, everywhere you see is just advertisements. Even the tarp had an advertisement on it. Yeah, it's I get a lot of complaints about Yankee Stadium being, uh, you know, it's just... It, the old one was kind of thrown together after that remodel in the 70s, and the new one, you know, it looks all big and nice, but I've heard a lot of complaints that it's just not the greatest place to watch a game. Yeah, at that game, I sat out in the bleachers, so I had a pretty good view of everything, but it was just everything there is it's like every inch of that stadium was there to make money. So you see advertisers galore in, like, every little spot. Uh, like I said earlier, the even the tarp had a big glad advertisement on it. Um, like, every 20 feet, you see a, a, a shop where they sell hats and um, other memorabilia of it. It was pretty much there just to simply make money. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have the uh, highest payroll every year and constantly hitting that luxury tax threshold, you kind of have <laughs> to squeeze every cent you can out of everything. Yeah, I remember going to one of the shops and they had like special edition um, World Series hats for some of the years they won the World Series, and some of the hats were like $80. Oh, jeez. Like, yeah, <laughs> I saw the price tag and I was just like, that's way too expensive for me. Like, I go to other stadiums, you can get probably two or three hats as opposed to just one. Yeah, right. So you've, you've managed to get to all 30 stadiums in about a six-month period, we'll say, just to keep the math simple. So what would be your advice to fans traveling trying to pull something like this off? I would say if, if you can... If you go to the West Coast, try to get all five of those teams in about a week. Because I had two vacations during during my quest, and one was in May. And on that vacation, I managed to get um, eight teams and all of the California teams. 
So I would say um, that would be a, a good thing to do. Also, try to do this geographically. So when I went to Washington, D.C. to start off the journey, they played on a Thursday, and then the next day Baltimore played on Friday. So I ended up going to those two games. And then the day after that, Philly played. So all three of those stadiums were pretty close to each other, so it made it a little easier to to uh, watch those games. Kate, you still alive over there? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and one advantage I have is I live in Columbus, Ohio, so I'm only an hour and a half from Cincinnati. I'm two hours from Cleveland, uh, three hours from Pittsburgh, um, I think four hours from Detroit. So some of those games, I just had a day off from work. I looked at their schedules, saw that they were playing, so I made a day trip to some of those cities. So what did you think about Wrigley's Ivy? Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. The game I went to, it was it was Sunday night baseball, and they were playing the – I think they were playing the Cardinals. And I thought it was pretty cool to see the Ivy. It, like the, To me, that was one of my favorite stadiums going to Wrigley Field. Seeing the Ivy, seeing just the atmosphere of being in Wrigleyville and getting the W Burger. So that was one of my favorite games to go to. Did you, uh, did you get to experience much of the pre and post game? Uh, probably not on Sunday night, but the, the pre game drinking festivities? I did not. Um, when I got to Chicago for that game, I actually got there like one in the morning because the day before I was in Washington, D.C. doing a sparring race. So I ended up flying to Chicago, got to Chicago at one in the morning. Then I had to go to sleep like right away because I was running in the Big Ten 10K earlier that morning at like seven in the morning. So I was running on, I think, three hours of sleep that day. I've, I've actually run that race. I ran it uh, three years ago now, four years before I moved out here. It's uh, it's a that's a fun race, uh, you know, not to get sidetracked here, but that uh. When when was it when you ran it? Was it like in August where it was just absolutely miserable weather wise, or, or um, it was in July when I ran it, and it was on a Sunday this year, oh, which really? was a little different. But yeah, they uh, moved it from Saturday to Sunday uh, last year, which was it was different, but it was still the same course from the year before. So it was pretty pretty fun to run. Yeah, it's when you get I to M- McCormick. When you get to McCormick Place and you go under McCormick Place and have to run through the tunnels of the you know the traffic tunnels to to get back out and run mm-hmm. on the lakefront, that was uh, that was definitely unique. I yeah. hate tunnels. <laughs> Just saying. There there was actually one race that Kate and I ran to. Uh, we're in the same race for on the lakefront, and that was the uh, the Didka Dash the one year. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you remember? You remember that video I took of Mike Ditka dancing? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Mike Mike Ditka was, you know, that's the Ditka dash, and you get your fake your mustaches and your, you know, the T-shirt looked like the the Bears vest, and and Mike Ditka was there, and he gave like a motivational speech before the the event started, <laughs> and he was introducing the anthem singer who sings a lot around the city of Chicago. And he's like, "Here's my good friend Jim." And he goes, "Oh, my name's John." <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's off to a roaring start, and then they started playing taking care of business, and and Ditko was just awkwardly like you know he's doing the standing in place, pumping his fist, dancing. Uh, it's it's really awkward. We'll we'll post that video again. It's ugh, it's it's cringeworthy to say the least. So yeah. Getting back on uh, on topic again, 
So you've documented via YouTube through your YouTube channel, uh, Buckeye Muscle. Are you planning on documenting your travels any other way? Um, I may start doing uh, more blogs as well as the videos. Because right now on my website, I do have the videos, but they're pretty much just the same as the YouTube uh, descriptions that I have. But I may start like being more in-depth with the blogs and going into more detail about what I did during the day. And, of course, as soon as those get published, you'll be seeing them on StadiumScene.tv as well. <laughs> I love that site. Me too. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool site. You get to see a lot of uh, sports bloggers and their experiences at sporting events that they go to. And and another, again, another side note here. Um, the Bros Talking Soccer podcast just went live right before we recorded, and they actually got Mark Lawson, who's the game day tourist, as a guest on their show. So there's a, a plug for them and you got all the, the partners working together. It's just pretty awesome. So we're, we're very excited on how this is turning out. It just, it wasn't what we expected, but I, honestly, I think it's better than what we expected. I think yeah. Kate can agree with that. Totally agree. So is it time for trivia? I have one more question. Okay. So Mark, you're an Indians fan, right? Yep. All right. Are they going to finally snap the streak this year and and finally win it all? I hope so. They made some good moves during the offseason, and they're doing pretty well in spring training right now. So hopefully they can get the job done this year. But, you know, I know you don't re- probably don't want to talk about this, but you know, in 2016, of course, you had to get the Cubs and the Indians matching up in the World Series and two you know, mm-hmm. long streaks. and And it's like, as, as a Cubs fan, for as, you know, as long as I recall, it, you know, it, it's, it, it was a, really a relief that they won. But, I mean, at the same time, we had to you know, feel bad for the Indians that they got that close again, and then you, know, you lose to the Cubs. <laughs> but, I, I mean, when it, when the, um, after Game 7, it was kind of bad. But then when I look back at it, that team, the Indians, they weren't supposed to be in the playoffs. So the fact no, they got that far – was a huge accomplishment, and, and they had nothing to hang their heads on. And, and you know, and I think wasn't it? Didn't Kipnis have like a sprained ankle, or he played the whole series with a sprained ankle, or, or some kind of leg injury? Yeah, yeah, I think he was hurt, and then uh, Michael Brantley he ended up getting hurt before he didn't the uh, play playoffs. The he, I don't even think he even played. So they lost a lot of their big name hitters, and they still managed to get within one run of winning the whole thing. So. Indians had nothing to hang their heads on that year. But, and I saw, you know, Rajay Davis, who almost, almost killed it for the Cubs, came back to, to Cleveland this year. Uh, and Yeah, he I, uh, signed a minor league deal. Yeah, and I, I, it's funny. I, I, I told this to Ralph on the last show, and, and I said, you know, Rajay Davis, you know, the first spring training, he went to Oakland last year, and the Cubs mm-hmm. played the Oakland in their first spring training game. He came up to bat – at a spring training game, and it was just loud boos because you know everybody remembered that you almost ruined it for us. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was funny. So, Kate, I think it's time for trivia. Yay! My favorite segment. It's time once again for everyone's favorite segment, Kate Stadium Scene Podcast Trivia. Kate, you've got your evil trivia for the day. Uh-oh. Will DJ and Jillian be able to answer her questions? 
Yeah. Or will it just end up in embarrassment and humiliation? <laughs> the internet. She, she has the evil laugh down. She might. She did an evil laugh on us. So, um, for the record, I've had over a week to prepare these. That's these bad. are not my half um, thought through trivia questions I normally throw together. I don't, so, know. I don't know what to think of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, today, the call-in word is going to be strike. Okay, strike. And... It's five questions, topic of the day, um, team name origins. All right. So, so, Mark, before we get started, I'm sure you've heard our, her trivia before. Just be patient because she could take a right turn at the absolute last second. That's that's all I can say. <laughs> DJs learn the hard way. Yes. So. <laughs> So this first question is to give DJ some practice with his new additions in life. Oh, okay. So, one sock, two sock, red socks, white socks. Where did the origin of socks come from? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's for any of the uh, teams that are named after socks, right? Yeah. Uh, I know, like the oh, you Cincinnati buzz in. You gotta, Reds. You got to buzz oh, in. Oh, yeah, strike. Yeah, strike. <laughs> okay. I know that the Cincinnati Reds they used to be called the Red Stockings because of their socks. I'm gonna take right. that. What? Yeah, because they're originally the original name was like the Cincinnati Red Stockings. Yep. It's like from 1869 or 70 or yeah. something like that, and then over the years they just dropped a. Um, they just dropped the stockings name, and now they're just called the Cincinnati Reds. And yep. I, I was thinking, I'm like, this can't be like the things you wear on your feet. That like that can't be the answer. Would you have accepted that had I said that? I would have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we're on the topic of the White Sox and the Red Sox, both teams were originally other teams. So Cincinnati had the Red Stockings. What current team was originally the White Sox Stockings? Strike. DJ. It's the current Chicago Cubs. Correct. Yeah. So it's one to one. I had to throw a Cubs question in. They were also called the Orphans at one point. Mm-hmm. Based on my research. That, that is correct. Yeah. See? Okay, number three. This team started with the current name they use. However, they were when they started playing. However, the fans were disappointed with the choice and actually would prefer the, the nickname Bears for the team. What or the reason for the dislike? They were named after the city's former NHL team that failed. What team is this? Oh my god. Mm, that's a that's interesting. Oh. The NHL team only won nineteen times <laughs> in their run. 
Is this NHL team still around or did they Oh did they fold? They're gone. They're gone. Okay. Three, two. Uh, I have no clue. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not too familiar so, with NHL so guess, teams. Are, are you asking for what's the current Major League Baseball team that that yeah. this happened to? Okay. Any guess? Can, uh, can we get a hit? <laughs> uh, they're west of the Mississippi. I'm gonna say strike. EJ. And it is the. We'll say the Kansas City Royals. No. Um, I'll say strike, and then I'll go with the mm. Seattle Mariners. Incorrect as well. Oh. It was the Colorado Rockies. Oh. Oh, interesting. Oh, I knew that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, I Keep knew me. that. <laughs> Ready for question four, DJ? No, never, but go for it. Keeping with current events of today, one former team's name would certainly provoke feelings. In 1965, the Colt 45s changed their name to keep up with the times and also from pressure from the Strike. Colt firearms. Com- yes. The Houston Astros. You're right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way she's going to return this at the last second. I got a chance. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very nice stadium to go down to, uh, Minute Maid Park. If you ever get the chance to go there, one of my favorite stadiums. The, the former Enron Field. So Yeah, you, it was I, a pretty cool game to uh, go to. I think you should finish the question just for, for the record. Okay. So, in 1965, the Colts, 45, changed their name to keep up with the times and also from pressure from the Colt Firearms Company. So... It was, what is the current team name? Okay. So, Mark, you can tie. Otherwise, DJ wins. Or there, yeah. <laughs> so. Right now, it's 2-1. Two, uh, two, yep. Yeah. We both missed the uh, one question. Yeah. I enjoy making these questions a little too much. They make me think way too hard. Way harder than I should. So the final question. This current team name was selected by fans. The other options you ask? Avengers, Bees, Burrows, Continentals, Jets, NYBS, Rebels, Skyliners, and Skyscrapers. However, Empires and Islanders were in second and third place and weren't even options. What oh, strike. Team? Strike. Uh, the New York Mets. Yep. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I, don't, I don't have, like, a celebration, so I had to use the gong sound there. Okay. <laughs> well, congrats, DJ. Thank you. Mark, Woo! great guy. <laughs> see, and, and full disclosure, um, I, obviously, I did not see the questions. I did not know the questions beforehand. But Kate and I, we have a shared document we use just to keep track of like our questions and our our agenda for the show. She almost put the questions on the shared document. <laughs> I did not though. I caught it before I did it. Yeah. Then then she wrote a bullet point underneath that said, "I almost put the questions here. Oops." <laughs> All right. So we're hitting the uh, well somewhere around the thirty minute mark. We got some editing to do after that technical difficulties earlier. So. 
Uh, Mark, thank you for being on the show today. Um, before you go, yeah, you no any, problem. Anytime. Any last minute thoughts or want to hype uh, social media? Uh, if you guys want to check me out, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Buckeye Muscle. Uh, I usually post three or four times a week with anything that's happening in my life. Um, last year I did baseball, and this year I plan on going to visit all of the Major League Soccer teams. Oh, nice. Yeah, so right now this season there's 23 teams, so I plan on visiting all of those stadiums throughout the year. Awesome, and uh, that's coming up soon, so hashtag save the crew. Yep, of course. Save the crew. Save the crew. I've seen one. I've seen one team leave Ohio in my lifetime. I don't want to see another one leave. Yeah, right. They well, they came back, but they haven't been the same. So they haven't. The Browns haven't been the same since. So yeah, I don't want to see the same thing happen to the crew. Uh, all right. So uh, before we wrap it up today, we have a uh, our sh- we're gonna actually have two shows this week. Um, and we're kicking DJ off. Yeah, they're kicking me off. I'm not going to say a word on the next show, which I know everybody's thrilled about. It's going to be our most listened to episode ever just because I'm not on it. So, Kate, why don't you tell us about it since it pertains to you? We are going to do a special podcast edition, The Women of Stadium Scene TV. And we're going to get girls on the sideline on, Jillian on, and we're going to talk and release this on International Women's Day and talk sports. Excellent. So it would be interesting. So, and what day is International Women's Day? The 8th, which is Thursday. So So keep your uh, eyes peeled for that. Um, You don't have to listen to me, and you don't have to listen to me singing. (laughs) That's one ever. (laughs) So anyway... Uh, again, thanks everybody for listening. Visit us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Pinterest at Stadium Scene, Instagram, Stadium underscore Scene. Check us out on StadiumScene.com, StadiumScene.tv. And we'll see you next time for uh, our International Women's Day edition show. We'll see you next time. Woo! for listening to today's stadium scene podcast visit us at stadiumscene.com and stadiumscene.tv be sure to subscribe to our podcast on itunes or google play store